1: Visit Burna.com slash Jesse now for an exclusive 10% discount. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. You don't have to smoke forever. And the reason I say it like that is I have been that guy. I've been that guy. I dipped for so long. And what would happen is I would decide I'm going to quit. It's bad for me. I'm going to quit. I'm a man. I don't need any help. I'm just going to quit cold turkey. And I would fail time and time and time again. I tried things like the patch. That didn't work. Gum, sunflower seeds. I, I tried it all. It's just a matter of finding the right thing to help you quit. That's Jake's Mint Chew. Go, put in your dip. Just make sure it's Jake's Mint Chew. It's tobacco-free. It's nicotine-free. It's even sugar-free. And I highly recommend, just a personal choice, I highly recommend their CBD pouches because it really helps take that extra edge off. Get a jakesmintchew.com. That's jakesmintchew.com. Make sure you use the promo code JESSE at checkout. When you do that, you get 10% off. The assault on America's history continues, and where are the Republicans? Well, we do have some wall to at least show for the past few years. And finally, kids. All that's coming up right now on I'm Right. I'm not surprised about anything I've seen from the left in recent days. And if you are, I think I need to have a frank conversation with you about it because I understand I can come off as too harsh. People tell me I'm unfeeling, cold, sociopathic, and all those things were, of course, true. I don't have a soul or a heart or any kind of a moral compass. And as such, I operate as if you don't. So I tend to be a bit more direct than most people are, put things maybe a little bit more straightforward than you would put them. Maybe that's my dad's fault, who knows? So allow me to just put it to you this way. What you've seen over the last month with the absurd coronavirus lockdowns, over-the-top stuff, we're arresting people for opening up a salon, On right on to the riots, the Minnesota thing, absolutely pouring gas on the fire in society we have cops who have been assassinated under assault everywhere R- the ripping down of statues the complete attack on american history none of that should surprise you from the left and if it does it's because you do not understand who and what you're dealing with so allow me to lay this out as gently as i personally as i possibly can these people hate the united states of america part of that is because every leftist ever hates themselves there's a real self-loathing thing there i don't know exactly where that comes from i've never met a leftist who didn't hate themselves and by extension they hate the country in which they live which is part of why our damaging anti-american education system has is, is hurt us so badly because now we have generations plural of Americans who've been educated for 16 years in how much America sucks. It's not that these people think America's racist, although they do. These people think America sucks overall. If you were to ask them something wonderful about the country, they would not be able to list it. I want you to imagine something in your mind because I've long said this is what I would do. If I was given the chance to ask a candidate on the Democrat debate stage, now, all the candidates, let's say they're all up there. It's a Democrat primary. I would love to ask them. I want you to picture each and every one of them answering this question. What do you love about America? Tell me the last time you heard a Democrat, somebody on the left, talk about what's great about America. Now, I want you to think about that, because there's nothing. It's just, it's very impossible. I mean, what, do you have to go back to Clinton to hear somebody say something positive about this place? So we have unable to say a single kind thing about the country, and then we still have what America is. Now, America's imperfect because people are imperfect, and no country's perfect, but do you understand how absurdly blessed you are and I am to reside in this country? You have a 1 in 36 chance of being born in the United States of America if you are alive today. And brother, if you are, you hit the jackpot. Our standard of living for a very poor person in America is the envy of 99.9% of society in the history of the world. Running water, air conditioning, heat, a refrigerator. You... If you want a fresh glass of water, unless you live in Flint, Michigan, do you know what you do without a thought in your mind? You go grab a glass, although hopefully you're not using styrofoam ones or whatever this is at home. You go grab a glass, you walk up to the sink, and you turn it on, and you have fresh, relatively pure drinking water coming out. That sounds simple, right? You understand that's not the norm? There are people all over the world, many of them who die every day because they can't find clean drinking water. You already won. We luxuriate here in this amazing place. Now, we have that, and we have the left who can't find one single nice thing to say about it. What I'm trying to say to you is this. You're probably a very nice person if you've been confused by what you've seen over the past couple months. I, I, I know you're nice. I certainly know you're nicer than me. You just don't understand, though. They hate us. They are not an opposing political party. Maybe they want taxes slightly higher. and They hate the United States of America, and if they could, they would rip it all the way to the ground if you were to ask any given leftist on the street if they could drop, if they had to drop a nuclear bomb within the borders of any country in the world to a man, they would pick the United States of America. They would. They would. You have to understand who and what you're dealing with if you're ever going to figure out how to deal with them. They're tearing down statues. It has nothing to do with the Confederacy. It has nothing to do with slaves or racism. They know that too many nice people out there are upset about that video from Minneapolis and somehow think we still have a systemic race problem with our police department. And so they'll start to go along as they white guilt their way through society. Oh, wow. Just take down this statue. Okay, well, I mean, just remove this military base. I I guess that's okay. Nothing more, though. Whoa, what do you mean, Jefferson? That's a little too far. Wait, Ulysses S. Grant, how are you doing that? Stop being a sucker stop being a chump wake up and realize what you're dealing with and before we get to the newest crap that's out there think about this what do you see right now if you're china you're china you're the competing superpower in the world and you're watching the united states of america so weak and pathetic we can't stop a bunch of dirt balls from tearing down our monuments tell me you're not licking your chops right now if you're china and sadly where are the republicans oh i know where they are they're working on their own police reform bill good grief well here's protesters last night trying to tear down a statue of andrew jackson in dc by the grace of god that was eventually stopped before they could do so So although somebody really needs to explain to me how they could possibly ever get that far along, spray paint all over it, straps on it, already tugging on it, what are we doing in this country? Trump, upset about it, quote, numerous people arrested in D.C. for the disgraceful vandalism in Lafayette Park of the magnificent statue of Andrew Jackson, in addition to the exterior defacing of St. John's Church across the street. 10 years in prison under the Veterans Memorial Preservation Act. Beware. So Trump is signing some executive order. Here it is.
0: You saw Ulysses S. Grant, where they want to take him down. He's right. the one that stopped the ones <laughs> the that everybody dislikes so much. You know, uh, it's a disgrace. Also, remember, some of this is great artwork. This is magnificent artwork, as good as there is anywhere in the world, as good as you see in France, as good as you see anywhere. It's a disgrace. Most of these people don't even know what they're taking down. Is there anything you can do? Yeah, can you add we're it to do the, do the something We're going to do a, an executive order. And we're going to make the cities guard their monuments. This is a disgrace.
1: I don't know what the authority is the president has to make that. I hope he does have the authority. I'm glad he's doing something. I'm not here to bag on the one Republican who actually seems to care. But I do have to ask, and I am sorry. Actually, I'm not sorry. But what's taken so long? How many have already come down? How long are we going to sit and watch this? Understand what you're dealing with and find a way to fight back. That idiot mayor in seattle jenny durkin i believe her name is she flat out allowed these scumbags to take over multiple blocks in her city and then put out several public statements in support of them actually went on the news and said ah maybe it'll be the summer of love well surprise surprise no cops no nothing somebody got killed Chief Best has made it clear to me that for the short term, SPD will need the East Precinct to appropriately
3: respond to more than 100,000 911 calls. SPD will be returning to the East Precinct. We will do it peacefully in the near future.
1: Wow, what's the rush? Oh, please, I thought we were going to have a gigantic hippie fest. I've got a joint for the occasion, baby. <laughs> Give me my hemp t-shirt morons all that may have made you uncomfortable but i'm right i'm salty tonight i don't know what it is i'm salty just get ready it's gonna be a long show for you not so much for me um you know what else is going to be long your retirement when you don't have any money do you feel like standing in that big box store when you're 82 and can hardly use your hips anymore guiding people through the aisleways, showing them, where the, showing them where the drill bits are. Does that sound like fun to you? Well, that's what you're going to be doing if you have all your money in stocks and bonds. You know you can legally, legally move your money into a precious metals IRA you don't have to worry about not knowing what it is or what to do. If you go to birchgold.com slash Jesse, they have a free 20 page kit there that shows you what you should be doing. If you're trusting the stock market when we're 26 trillion in debt with a $4 trillion deficit, you have redefined naive.
3: All right, we'll be back.
1: Societies are funny things. I study history all the time. If you guys listen to my radio show, The Great Nationally Syndicated Jesse Kelly Show, I tell a history story every single day. That's how the show opens. I find it fascinating, and a lot of that is because it gives me perspective on things, and I feel like we can learn so many lessons because people don't really change. Problems aren't necessarily new, what's that great verse from the bible with all due respect lord they're all great there's nothing new under the sun there's nothing new under the sun and something societies have struggled with forever is immigration people who aren't born here want to come in temporarily permanently illegally and it is a big 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 problem it is something societies have struggled with especially once you get to be a society that's so wonderful people want to come there and before we go into immigration and what's happening now and what's going to happen let's understand it is a compliment I am the biggest border hawk in the world and when I say that I very much mean I would arrest and deport every single person in the United States of America who's here illegally without hesitation I think that sends the right message to the rest of the world. Come here the right way. Like I said, I am a border hawk. I would reduce legal immigration until we were at dang near full employment levels in the United States of America. I am a border hawk. I believe the American government exists to serve the American people first, period. You can call that nationalist or whatever you want to call that. I call that common sense and patriotism i didn't elect my government to serve other people i elected it to serve me and i don't fault other nations who do that with themselves i hope that canadians vote for a canadian government that will protect their interests first and the mexicans and the french and the british and everybody else you vote for the people who will look out for you that's part of the reason we have nations that's part of the reason we divide up in ways that we do all that said I do take it as a compliment that people flock into our borders, and you should too. It should be a reminder to you of just how lucky you are to live here, to live free. Now, Trump, he slaps down a huge pause on visas for new workers, and here's what's happening in America. Here's what has been happening, if you can believe this or not. We have companies out there, many companies out there, who will bring in Foreign workers, legally, mind you, on visas, they'll bring in foreign workers and have those foreign workers trained by the people they're about to about to replace. And get this, let's say the first was going to do that. They know we know the first would never do that, but let's say the first was going to do that to me. They're bringing in somebody from Germany. He's gonna he's gonna come in and take over my job. This is what these American companies will do. It would be like the first telling me, Jesse. You need to train him how to do your show like you do your show. And if you don't, we're not even going to pay you on the way out the door. So you can either be broken, starving, or you can train the guy who takes your job. That's not something from some horror movie somewhere. That's happening right now in the United States of America. That is as ugly and mean-spirited and disgusting and un-American as anything I can think of out there that's as bad or worse than illegal immigration that is an american company taking advantage of do we even want to call them loopholes i mean we can call them loopholes but let's just accept where we are and i don't mean to be down this is a republican problem i know democrats want the borders wide open and we can point fingers at the democrats and democrats are terrible and i get all that all that stuff is true Do you know that when Donald Trump was elected president, that we had the House of Representatives and we had the Senate and we didn't defund Planned Parenthood and we didn't do anything about the border or illegal immigration? Besides what Trump has done for him, you know, by executive order with the building of the wall. Did you know that? The Republican Party is a corporatist party now portions of it large portions of it i will tell you once upon a time i ran and failed ran and lost not once but twice in arizona for u.s congress i bet you didn't know that i was a young hothead i'd never run for office before but i was ticked off and i wanted to do something and i was then just like i am now a bit straightforward and a bit of a border hawk Do you know that the powers that be in the state of Arizona, the ones who control the purse strings, who decide whether you're going to raise enough money to stay on television and have a successful campaign at all, did you know once I won my primary, they had one and only one major, major issue with me? When I say powers that be, I'm talking about huge donors in the area. You see, they didn't like me very much, and it wasn't because they didn't like my winning personality. They didn't like the fact I wanted to turn off the spigot. That's just a fact. The Republican Party nationally has become an open borders party. Oh, they'll talk tough when it's immigration time. I know you have your congressman or senator is probably one of these guys. It's amnesty this and bipartisan that in the off years. But then it comes election time. Whoa, build the wall. We're going to get that wall built. Trust me, it's time to put a stop to illegal immigration. They don't mean it. And until we start demanding more of the people we've elected, they won't ever mean it. Wake up and realize what's happening out there. Trump celebrating some border wall, as he should.
0: So we're going to Arizona. We're celebrating. We have over 200 miles of wall built. It's been incredible. Our numbers on... The border, as you know, are at just about a record-breaking low. People are not get, being able to cross the border. The wall has helped because we have more than 200. We have about 212 miles up of wall. So that's good.
1: That is good. It is good. And isn't it terrible that we had to get clear to Donald Trump before we started doing this when everybody knows walls are effective? In the places you can build walls, they're extremely effective. They're really, really great for urban areas. Just to give you a quick layout, not to nerd out on immigration, but walls are very effective in urban areas because if you can cross in an urban area, if you're an illegal immigrant, you can quickly melt into the population for obvious reasons. What kind of neighborhoods are going to be right there along the border? Probably the kind of neighborhoods that are going to be more welcoming, be a place where you can blend more. You just get into there and you can disappear. The rural areas where we have all kinds of facilities and ability to see you, not as important. Cross all you want. We can still see you right there. We're just going to go round you up. So you need the walls around these urban areas. Big props to Donald Trump for doing so. Trump had some harsh words for Obama.
3: On Obama and the spying situation, this, this idea that they were spying on your campaign, you've been asked before about what crime he would have potentially committed. But I remember you talking to— treason. Treason. It's treason. Look.
0: Look. Okay. When I came know. out a long time ago, I said they've been spying on my campaign. Mm-hmm. I said they've been taping, and it, that was in quotes, meaning a modern-day version of taping. It's all the same thing, but a modern-day version. But they've been spying on my campaign. I told you that a long time ago. Turned out I was right. Let's see what happens to them now.
1: I included that... I included that in this segment because... What do we consider treason anymore? I mean... Barack Obama, by executive order, just totally illegally determined under DACA that people couldn't be deported anymore, certain people. That's, that's anti-American. You can't do that. It's not even legal. And then the idiot Supreme Court basically upholds it. Thanks, John Roberts. Appreciate that. Barack Obama used the Federal Bureau of Investigation to go after his political opponent? Barack Obama used the Internal Revenue Service Remember this? To go after his political opponents? I feel like one party in the United States of America, now in control of the federal bureaucracy, in control of the media, in control of Hollywood, I feel like one party, I I don't know what they would have to do to be convicted of treason because that's the party platform. Right? Is that too harsh? Tough. It's true. And you know it. All right. You know what else would be tough? Um, to get a notice in the mail tomorrow saying you're $10,000 past due on the loan taken out against your home title. I know what you're talking about. What? What are you talking about, Jesse? You realize that's like the biggest cyber crime out there right now? That it would take somebody with experience about 10 minutes to grab your now digital home title? get your signature and information on it so it looks like an authentic title, looks like you sold it off, and take out a loan against it. And then guess who gets the bill? The FBI is extremely alarmed by this, by this crime right now. You might already be a victim of it and not know it just yet, and believe me, you want to catch it early. If you want to know if you're already a victim of it, go to HomeTitleLock.com. You can put in your address. They'll be able to find out. While you're there, use the promo code JESSE and get 30 days free. Don't get financially ruined because of some scumbag online. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com. I'll be back. We tend to forget about things like immigration, which are, well, maybe the most important issue we face. We get lost in riots and and coronavirus and things like that, but we still have a border down there. We still have immigrants, legal and otherwise, all across the United States of America, and this issue will be an issue forever. That's just the way politics works. So to talk about that and other things that allow us to bring on Pedro Gonzalez, he's the assistant editor for American Greatness and contributor to Chronicles, a magazine of American culture. Pedro, before we begin, let's begin with the most immigration 101 thing that people should talk about right now. What exactly is DACA? Because people, I feel like it gets lost in the shuffle. A lot of people don't even understand what it was.
3: Right. Thanks for having me on. So DACA is essentially administrative amnesty created by Obama in 2012, essentially by a policy memo. Uh, and he acknowledged when he created the program that it was essentially unconstitutional and uh, like an abuse of executive power. But uh, he decided that these people should be shielded from deportation. And today we have about 800,000 of them who are on, uh, under the protection of this program.
1: Just hearing you say that I'm sure has people getting ready to dive through their TV screens and just scream at the top of their lungs. Can you really quickly tell people how was this possibly allowed? How was this not struck down? What happened?
3: It wasn't struck down because Obama made it. I I mean, I think the the recent Supreme Court decision kind of reinforces that, as silly as it might sound. I mean, the 5-4 decision recently from the court essentially stated that a program that is unconstitutional created by one president's executive order cannot be easily undone by the next president so I, I think um it's really just i guess an advantage of being obama that he made it i mean he like again he he acknowledged that the program was unconstitutional
1: okay and the supreme court as you just pointed out just recently upheld that thing which sa- which sounds completely absurd can right. you explain where it stands now, though? Where where do we go from here? Do we need a law? Obviously, the Supreme Court is about as far as we can take it that way. Where does it go from here?
3: Well, the court did not validate the existence of the program. So some people have said that that's a win, that the court did not argue. And I guess we can infer that the court acknowledged that the program is illegal, but it still defended it. And the way that it defended it was... Uh, it, it argued that the Trump administration did not take into consideration uh, the hardship that ending this program would cause to the illegal aliens under its protection, and it basically threw a bureaucratic roadblock in front of the administration that basically said that you have to go through all of these steps that Obama did not go through to create the program. You have to go through them. You have to go through the steps to end it. Um, and the court is kind of following this this narrative that these DACA recipients are all, you know, the best and brightest, they're all fluent in English, Um, they're all civic patriots and things like that, which is just not true.
1: What is true?
3: Well, in 2019, the USCIS, which oversees the program, published a report on DACA criminality, and of the 800,000 people who are under its protection, nearly 80,000 have at least one arrest. Of that number, uh, 25,000 have multiple arrests. And these arrests range from everything from uh, child pornography, murder, rape, larceny, theft, kidnapping, human trafficking. I mean, you, you can search the Border Patrol database and you'll find uh, hits for all of these different things. Like fairly recently, Border Patrol arrested one DACA recipient in Tucson, Arizona for a sex offense. And he was wanted, actually wanted for six felony counts of a sex sex offense on a minor in Maricopa County. So, so the media is not giving you the real picture. Uh, they're obviously not all like that, but this idea that you know they're all uh, overachievers and that we can't send them back because they don't even speak Spanish—it's just not true.
1: What should we do if if Pedro Gonzalez had his way? What would what would happen tomorrow?
3: Uh, well, I begin from the point of no amnesty, so the program ends, and unfortunately, they all have to go home. Um, but. A lot of people, including restrictionists, who are definitely in my side of this uh, fight, are open to something like a like legal status, but not citizenship. Uh, so for something like uh, the ones that we can verify have no criminal history and you know have jobs and things like that, they get to stay, but they don't ever get to become citizens and the rest have to go. And in exchange, we would get more funding for the wall, uh, border enforcement, worksite verification basically a, a package of uh border security and enforcement trade-offs but even that is really it's unlikely because you'd have to get the democratic party to agree to things that i think we all know that they won't agree to right
1: pedro let's just assume the democratic party would throw open the border allow everybody pouring into this let's just assume they're a disaster and let's assume, and this is a big assumption, because I think it might go the other way, that Republicans take back the House and take back the Senate. We got the presidency after November, and woohoo, life is good. What is the stomach within the Republican Party for deporting everyone?
3: Not good. The, the Republican Party Absolutely. is notoriously squishy on on securing the border. It's a lot of talk, uh, a lot of a lot of tough guy rhetoric. But at the end of the day, the Republican Party always lets us down when it comes to securing the border, like they're doing right now. Um, and not and not just illegal immigration, the Republican Party is also very bad on legal immigration. Uh, they're just a, a lot more uh, sneaky about it, I would say.
1: All right. What just happened recently with these visa? People do not understand what these visas are and how they work and what happened. Explain it.
3: Right. So the administration expanded its immigration ban. Uh, that was we, we tried initially uh, a few weeks ago with the the ban that came down during the coronavirus pandemic. But the ban was poked full of exemptions. It essentially wasn't a ban at all. Uh, this ban, the the, the expansion, uh, is much closer to that. And essentially, what this what this expansion does is it uh, stems the tide of visa work programs, in particular programs like the H-1B, the L-1, the J-1. H4. Uh, these are all programs that, and there's a lot of uh, abbreviations, these programs all are bad for American workers, especially programs like the H-1B. Um, so companies will take H-1B workers and they will typically force their American counterparts to train these foreign nationals here on the H-1B. And usually as like a condition of their severance pay, so basically, they basically say we're going to fire you, but first you have to train them. And if you want to take your severance pay, you have to train this person who's going to take your job. And so that's that's the H-1B in a nutshell. And the expansion ban does a pretty good job of of uh, tamping down on on this program.
1: What's the appeal from a company standpoint of these foreign workers? Is it they pay them less? What what is the appeal, Pedro?
3: The bottom line is that they pay them less. The Economic Policy Institute published a report recently that found 60% of the H-1B positions certified by the U.S. Department of Labor are paid well below the local median average for that occupation. These companies take H-1Bs because they know that they can exploit the loopholes that are in the program to pay these workers way less than they would pay your regular American worker for the same work.
1: So who, again, on our side, I understand every Democrat, everybody over there is going to want this thing, you know, massively expanded. I get that. Who on our side are we battling against in the House and Senate, the major players who are also pushing for just, you know, visas for everybody?
3: Unfortunately, I would say most of the GOP, but names that come to mind off the top of my head, Marco Rubio, Lindsey Graham, uh, Cornyn is pretty bad. Uh, In administration, Jared Kushner, Brooke Rollins, uh, These are not people who are on the side of the restrictionist camp for one reason or another. Some of them might be true believers. You know, they might really think that these programs make America great. Other ones are in it for the money because uh, if you play nice with these uh, immigration programs, it translates into campaign donations.
1: So this is a gigantic Chamber of Commerce thing? Is that what I'm guessing?
3: I would more or less, yes. It is a Chamber of Commerce. Uh, It's funny, Bernie Sanders said or I think 2016 or 2015 that this kind of stuff is a Koch brothers scheme and that's before obviously he went off the rails and went off like full open borders but there's there's a lot of truth to that uh, this is very much a sort of like Koch brothers thing and as everyone knows the Koch brothers is very much uh, in cahoots with the Republican Party
1: Pedro Gonzalez much appreciated my man that was outstanding info
3: thank you thanks for
1: having me you bet Well, that was all great news. (laughs) Sometimes you forget how completely screwed up we are on immigration. And for a border hawk like me, man, we are really, really screwed up. But you know what? You know what the good news is, though? I'm going to sleep tonight. I know. I know that's a small comfort, but it's a lot larger when you're getting seven, eight hours of sleep every single night like I do with my Ebb sleep. You don't have to take pills. You don't have to use one of those weird mouthpieces or stick out and you talk like this. It is a wearable device. You put it on. It applies cooling to your forehead, which calms down those racing thoughts and puts you asleep. And don't take my word for it. Look, you can try it risk-free for 60 nights. That's um, absurd. 60 nights? They know you're going to love it, and you will. Go to tryeb.com slash jesse. That's tryebb.com slash jesse. Use the promo code Jesse at checkout.
3: Get 25 bucks off. We'll be back. Joining me now is a man who can kill people with his bare
1: hands, which would be freaking awesome former UFC champion Tito Ortiz. Tito, I have to ask you before we get into police work and family and the country and everything else, do you find it a little strange that you got so tough you're legally not allowed to fight other people now?
2: Well, I, I, don't, I don't think it's strange. I think it's a blessing in disguise. You know, um, you got to control yourself around an environment of uh, crazy people nowadays I guess you can say. I right. mean crazy people, just people just don't understand or are uneducated uh I'm, I'm, I'm a really uh calm collective guy you know any of the situations ever came about when i would go to a bar or a nightclub i've been able to control myself and uh just de-escalate the whole um in- incidents and that's how i've always been you know i'm a calm collective guy when i'm able to get in the cage and compete against another man it's competition to me it's not to fight or to kill the guy it's to, uh, just competition strictly competition
1: do you, you said uneducated. Do we have uneducated people or do we have people educated in the wrong things? I mean, I see so many of these people out there at these riots and protests and tearing stuff down. It's a, it's a bunch of suburban kids who drive their beamers into town to go have some protest fun. That's what it seems like.
2: Well, you know, uh, when we had uh, the so called nightmare riots, there were protesters. They tried to make it to uh, riots here in Huntington Beach about two weeks ago. They were nothing but kids. They are young little girls and uh, young boys. Um, I just, it starts at home. It starts with the parents. You know, the parents will really need to be there for their kids and uh, to educate them the right way, as I try to do with my three boys. You know, my oldest son is 18 and my twin boys who are 11. Uh, they get kind of the basics of, of our country and what the, the rights and, you know, the, the amendments that we got to believe in. and. Uh, It's just one of those things that uh, it starts at home. These parents are not being able to make their kids accountable for their actions so they're able to go out and do whatever they want.
1: What do you teach your kids? Because I get emails about this all the time from parents with younger kids, more your 11-year-old's age, of what do I teach them? How much do I tell them? What do I show them? What do you teach yours to give them the values that, say, they have?
2: Well, I think the first one is uh, being responsible for their actions. You know, if uh, they, they clean it, or excuse me, if they get the kitchen dirty, make sure they clean up after themselves. Uh, my kids actually are cooks, so they can cook for themselves. You know, um, their laundry, we wash it, but they got to fold it and put it away. Um, making sure they make their bed every morning after they get up. Uh, showing up for school on time, being present for school on time, not talking back to mom or dad, um, not being respectful to their peers, being respectful to their teachers, being respectful to anyone we introduce them to by shaking their hand and looking them straight in the eyes, uh, opening doors for girls, uh, you know, just a lot of things, just persons our people just need to learn. But on the other side of the politics side is is always questioning everything, always being able to question everything and want an answer from it. and. and As I always grew up, I was always saying, you know, why can't I do that? And it just says, because I told you so. Well, with my kids, it's totally different. When I tell my kids they can't do that, I I give them the pros, I give them the cons, and uh, I go, guys, this is what's gonna happen if you guys continue to do this, and they get it. And I wanna be responsible for their actions and just be accountable. You gotta be accountable, and it's important. It's not easy being a parent, it isn't. It's very, very hard to be a parent because it's so easy to say yes, but it is so hard to say no, but once you say no, and get them on the right track. Um, They always want to challenge. They always want to challenge. I mean, the frontal lobe for a child of development is not until they're 25 years old. So these young kids are able to do whatever they want. They think it's normal to them. And they really don't know what uh, hard work and dedication is about. And it starts at home, as I said.
1: It's so funny that hearing the things you do with yours, because we do the same thing with ours. You're going to go make your own lunch. You're going to make your lunch for school tomorrow. You're going to do push-ups when you just screw things up. You're going to hold open yep. doors. You're going to fold your laundry. Let me ask you something, Tito. Did they learn all these manners you've taught them the first time, or did you have to do it time and time and time again?
2: Um, well, you know, they started about uh, six years old. They're doing small things to cleaning themselves up, or clean them up after themselves. <laughs> then as they got older, we started just giving them more and more chores where uh, now we just have a list of chores that they go through uh, the week if they have to get done and one does one day, one does the other day of course they're twins so they go back and forth through the days Sunday they can have the day off but you just gotta give them more and more chores as they get older and now they're up to a point now where they can cook for themselves they clean up for themselves and you know I sit them down and talk, talk to them about making their bed it's like well at the end of the day if you have a hard day at least when you go to bed you have a made bed when you go to lay down and that's important
1: you ever confuse the two as twins? I confuse mine, and they're two years apart.
2: Uh, no, not not at all. I mean, sometimes names, you know, I go Jacob, Jesse, Journey. I mean, I, I do that all the time. I mean, <laughs> that just, that, that's a parent thing because my mom used to do it with me with my uh, four older brothers. So I, I just think it's when you have more than one kid, that's what happens. <laughs> you are thinking about being a cop? Yeah, I'm actually, uh, I'll be going on a ride-along here uh, sometime this week. I think it's on Thursday. Um But I don't know, I'm second guessing it now just because of being an officer and and trying to control um, people in an environment is hard to do, but at the same time, I'm putting myself uh, at risk. So maybe I may want to step a little bit higher. You know, maybe I want to step in, uh, there's an open seat here in uh, Huntington Beach as um, for mayor. So maybe that is the next step of getting to the politics side instead of being a person to hold the gun on my side to be able to use my voice. people listen so it's just uh, i gotta do my homework i I gotta do my research and i gotta make sure i'm doing the right things for the right causes not just for here in the town of uh, huntington beach but maybe in the future for the uh the state of uh, california
1: why bother with service at this point in time you got a great life why bother being a cop or mayor or something like
2: that why not just kick back um, I can't kick back. I'm not that type of person. I'm a go getter. I want to go out. And I want to do the right things, not only just for my kids, but for my community, for my city, and for my state, and for this country. You know, I, I've been to Iraq six times with uh, the USO, and I never got paid for it. I didn't have to do it, but I went out there to raise the morale of uh, our troops. And it went from 2005 to 2011. Um, I haven't been back since, since my, my twin boys have been born, because um, they're my number one. Is making sure the safety of them. But how can I can help out uh, with our community? And helping out with community is uh, trying to get into politics. You know, and people told me this a, little, a while back. It's Tito. You should get into politics. You should get in politics. I was like, you know, I don't think I could do it because I'm too damn honest. But I think that's what this country needs now is honesty and transparency. And uh, you know, I would like to get into either one. But let's let's see. I just want to make one step at a time. You know, go on a ride along, see what they go through. Um, you know. Uh, I just want to make sure I make the right decisions for my future. Maybe you yep, talking about working, about not making money. Let me tell you, I don't have enough money to, to sit back and not do anything. This last six months of uh, not having work has really hurt me uh, in the checkbook, let me tell you.
1: Yeah, I bet. Well, I applaud you for what you're doing, what you're thinking about doing. Tito Ortiz, former UFC champ. Thank you, sir.
2: Awesome, man. I appreciate it. You have a great day. Be good, brother.
1: Um, How about that? Bet you didn't think you'd see a former UFC champ on the show. All right, we got more. Hang on. Any parent in the world who has kids is going to relate to this video. And if you haven't had kids, sit down and buckle up. You're not going to quite get this, but this is a preview of your future. Enjoy. (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's
1: so true. How do they do it? How do they do it? And I'll tell you what, it's even, it's even worse in my house because we know they suck at brushing. You know, they think that you can just hold the toothbrush there and then go wrestle with your brother while the toothbrush is in. Their mother loves that. They think you can just do that. So we had to get them the little electric ones that vibrate. So at least just hold it on a tooth and brush the tooth. Only now, they'll get it all toothpastey and then they'll pull it out of their mouth to talk. And there's just toothpaste just thrown all over the bathroom. It's just, I haven't been in there in years. I don't even know what it looks like now. All right. See you tomorrow. That's 888-84-JESSIE, or go to timesharejessie.com, Newton Group Transfer. They will help you
3: out.